What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, February 13th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 626 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling <clears throat> first off we first we will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment which will be brought to us by our 2017 hall of fame news tag team king ice represented here tonight by the Iceman jd jared d Girolamo. jd is of course a 2015 and 17 wws hall of famer and also part of the team that brings you wws raw radio every monday afternoon right here on talkshoe.com Join us in the talk shoot chat box with tonight's wrestling history and birthdays is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer 
and also, of course, another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon. It's going to be right here on TalkShoe.com. Before we get underway here with, of course, our itinerary for tonight, let's welcome J.D. and John in to what should be a 100% explosive, and you better believe it if, if you didn't know it by now, dynamic, episode 626 of Revolution. And no, we are not trapped. Well, absolutely, that's right. Hey, good way of putting it. Thank you, there, JD. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes to us from a group started by a long time, a long time, of course, uh, member of WCWS is Miss Sarah Elizabeth Martin. The group, of course, entitled Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield News. If you're going to join us for our live video feed for, for Revolution episode 626 tonight, <coughs> excuse me, feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Shield Cena News. I do actually notice that two people have joined us there right now at this time. Uh, we do welcome Mr. Jeff Zerban uh, on there tonight. And also, of course, our good friend here, of course, a general manager of Heaven Wrestling Federation, also another WWS Hall of Famer. Of course, I am referring to Captain Dave Spieler, who, of course, JD, of course, gives, lets us know about something special he does about every... Uh, every week, it's the Captain Corners Podcast, folks. Be sure to check it out for all your independent wrestling needs. The Captain Corners Podcast. Tell him JD the Iceman sent you, and be sure to listen to Captain Dave. Oh, very very good plug indeed. I'm sure Captain Dave would definitely appreciate it. <laughs> and of course, if you want to join us through talkshoot.com, the phone number is always 1 605 562 0444. Call ID 1380555 pound, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to, that we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, of course, in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays, we of course will have, <clears throat> of course, our thoughts and opinions as to what happened last night on uh, SmackDown Live, of course, leading up towards Elimination Chamber. Some more discussions here, I'm sure, about Elimination Chamber coming up this weekend. Of course, we'll talk more about some something big going on this weekend here in just a few minutes. Also, some uh, some wrestling extras and even have, of course, a two or three family feud surveys uh, taking, uh, uh, worked out here for you here tonight. So we'll let you know, we'll let you know here throughout the evening about what, uh, what will be going on here. And of course, hopefully we'll have an announcement here uh, coming up here, um, if not tonight, then sometime tomorrow about our about the belts that will be up for grabs here as part of the, our prediction title challenge for the Elimination Chamber. We'll keep everybody informed about that here as well. In the meantime here, folks, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here with our wrestling, as we start off with our wrestling news and views segment. And here to bring it to us here tonight, as, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, from King Ice is the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geralimo. J.D., what is going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? Well, we now know one match has been set up for, believe it or not, Howard, to be a no-disqualification match this Sunday at the Elimination Chamber. It was announced earlier today that the Braun Strowman Baron Corbin match now has been announced for a no-DQ match, believe it or not, coming up this Sunday, if you will. Meanwhile, Kurt Angle, however, according to our friends at 411 Mania, and has reported the following. Speaking on the Oh You Didn't Know show, wrestling show, Brad Shepard had an update, however, on the in-ring status of Kurt Angle, however, the Hall of Famer. According to Shepard, believe it or not, Kurt Angle will finish up his career this year, and WrestleMania 35 could be likely his last match. 
Meanwhile, Howard, in addition to that, Howard, we have already heard how, as previously reported, Kevin Owens is gearing up for his WWE return in about a month after he appeared on a video this past week on Raw. Ringside News now reports that the current plan is for Owens to return as a babyface. His recent promo on Raw <coughs> was apparently part of a plan to show him with his son on TV and apparently make him look more appealing as a face. Also, he threw a gutter ball during the segment on purpose, as we all saw this past Monday, however, if you will. Meanwhile, however, WWE is reportedly trying to keep, again, keep Dean Ambrose. As we all know, however, believe it or not, however, Shepard claims, however, that the WWE wants to make one more attempt to try to sign Ambrose to a new contract before he leaves the company in April, however, mind you. However, earlier reports indicate that Ambrose was unhappy down at WWE and no amount of money was going to get him to stay. However, Shepard said that WWE plans on offering Ambrose, quote, a very sweet deal, however, which may include limited dates. WWE is reportedly not wanting Ambrose to leave the company, if you will. This could go back to the idea from the Observer Radio earlier that Vince McMahon is allegedly worried about the perception of losing superstars and how it could hurt the WWE brand. Meanwhile, however, also reported on 411 Mania, thanks to our good friend Jeremy Thomas, however, believe it or not, any potential heat Nia Jax may have had backstage over potatoing R-Truth that the World Rumble is gone, if it even ever existed in the first place. There are rumors that Jax had heat on her following her incident, however, knocking R-Truth into a wall two weeks ago in Phoenix, a rumor that Jerry Lawler propagated by discussing on his podcast, however, Dinner with the King. Jax denied the rumors and shared pictures of the two of them embracing backstage to counter those claims, however. Now Brad Shepard says on the All You Didn't Know show that while truth was accidentally heard on the spot, however, it was, quote, nothing serious and that there is no heat between them whatsoever. Meanwhile, in other news, however, uh, let's see here, I did see some other news, bear with me. We do know that tonight, however, we will have two special matches, however, mind you, however, according to reports, however, mind you, however... Believe it or not, however, and there is discussion, however, that apparently these two matches will be announced, however, believe it or not. First, on NXT UK, believe it or not, however, it'll be Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight, taking on Wolfgang, believe it or not. And in addition to that, the Ricochet, a.k.a. Ricochet, will take on, however, Adam Cole for the North American Championship. Meanwhile, however, Total Divas has some breaking news, according to reports, however. Nikki Bell will continue to work on the show as an executive producer, but now you can now say that the Bells and Page will not return along with Lana and Rusev next season. Pro Wrestling Sheet has reported that the Bells will be missing out on the upcoming ninth season, believe it or not, however, instead of focusing on their Total Bellas series, however. The outlet also has confirmed that Ronda Rousey, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Natty, Nia Jax, and Naomi will be on the show starting later this year, however, if you will. So apparently, Lana, Rusev, and the Bells will not be returning to the show in Season 9 later this year. Uh, in other news, however, mind you, however, we all know that apparently, however, that uh, there's some reports on AEW, believe it or not, and here is the story about that. As previously reported... Hold on a second, I just had a second ago. Everybody with me, folks. Yeah, here we go. Uh, two th- a couple things about AEW. First off, however, today marked the Monday marked the general's ticket sale for all Elite Wrestling Double or Nothing event in May. Per uh, AEW tickets for the general public sold out in four minutes. Four minutes, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. In addition to that, however, mind you, the latest rumor on a possible TV deal is looking is still on the will announce a TV show. Last month we reported on. 
possible name is believed names like Chris Jericho want to sign without one in the past, however, in place. According to Joe Pezich of Barnburner's No Holds Barred podcast, however, the show may debut in October. He went on to say the following. Everyone wants to know when a TV deal is going to be announced by All Elite or do they have a TV deal. The plans are in October to have a weekly All Elite wrestling show in October. He added that the current plan is Double or Nothing in Las Vegas in May, Jacksonville in July or August, then all two in Chicago in August or September, followed by the TV show in October. AEW reportedly met with Turner over Super Bowl weekend, and it is rumored that they may be looking at a Tuesday night time slot, 8 to 10 or 9 to 11, especially when WWE leaves later on this fall for Friday nights on Fox, however. Uh, let's see, some other news, however, uh, like I said, okay, here's the story now, folks. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported how there was about 43,500 people signing in over the course of about the first half of the sale. That's with the venue being sized of a capacity of approximately 14,000 attendees. Additionally, Meltzer noted that this is not a full representation of the market since there's still three months until the show takes place and more matches will be added to the car later on. As we all know, AEW is set for May 25th and the event will be held at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada with three matches set in stone. Pac, formerly known as Neville, however, will take on Hangman Page. Chris Jericho will take on the Executive Vice President of Relations, who was named last week, our Kenny Omega. And, of course, Pentagon and Phoenix will take on the Young Bucks, however, in a tag team blockbuster. We will continue to update you with the card, however, as far as that goes. Uh, let's see, some other news I did see, however, some other news, however, so bear with me here, folks. Uh, like I said, however... Uh, Apparently, Sasha Banks, however, is uh, apparently cleared for this Sunday's show, believe it or not. She posted to Twitter, however, in keeping things quiet, and the roster posted the following earlier today, however, find you, however. God is good. Meanwhile, however, the WWE Performance Center this past week, however, I guess, however, uh, hold on a second, I think it was today, I think, actually, however, had a chance to watch Paige's new film, uh, the pictures of Paige, however, talking about her... Uh, new movie, however, speaking with the media about fighting with my family. The movie, which stars, of course, Vince Vaughn, however, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, however, is set to be in limited theaters starting, I believe, either today or t- today and tomorrow, I think, however, with, I believe, next week, supposed to debut, however, at su- sometime either, either this weekend or sometime early mid-next week at Sundance, however, this weekend or early mid-next week, and then be out in general theaters, possibly by the end of next week, or the following week, which will be the last week of February, going into early March. I, for one, will have a chance to see it, or hope to get a chance to see it, maybe, and let you know all how it is. And speaking of movies, ladies and gentlemen, here is your box office report, ladies and gentlemen, however, for the last three weeks. First off, however, following the Royal Rumble, however, here are your top movies. Glass definitely broke through with $19 million as the top movie of the week. The upside, starring Kevin Hart and Brian... Um, Cranston, however, from Breaking Bad, did second with $12.2 million. so it came between 12 and just a little shy of 12 and a half, over $12 million, just a little shy of 12 and a half, just a little bit short of $12.5 million. Aquaman continued to do pretty well, finishing third with $7.4 million, just a little shy of $7.5 million as it went between 7 and $7.5 million. The Kid Who Would Be King, however, debuted to a very suspect fourth place, however, with $7.3 million, almost knocking Aquaman out of the third place spot. And number five, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse spun in, however, with only $6.2 million, however, as it went anywhere between six, just a little shy, went over $6 million, just a little shy 
a little short of six and a half million, if you will. And like we said, over seven million, just a little short of seven and a half million was the kid who would be king. Last weekend, however, was a very rough week, too, at the box office. Glass Tower stayed number one at the box office on Super Bowl week, however, doing nine and a half million. The upside, however, did 8.9 million, almost nine million, just a million short of nine million, knocking it out of the top spot. Mrs. Bala, however, debuted to a very weak, however, third place with 6.7 as it went anywhere between six and a half to seven million. Aquaman dropped a spot, however, going to fourth with four point eight million, just a little bit short of five million, however, as it went between four and a half, just a little shy of five million. And Spider Man into the Spider Verse, however, spun in, however, into fifth place once again, going anywhere between four million and four and a half million, but it finished with four point four million. This week, however, was a very interesting week in itself, however. The Lego Man debuted, however, at 34.7 million, depending on which your view is, however, almost 35 million, and was number one, knocking glass after being the top move for the past three weeks, however, out of the top spot. Tiffany Hash's romantic comedy with Tajri P. Henson, however, debuted in second place with 18.2 million on a budget of $20 million. Cold Pursuit with Liam Neeson finished in third with $11 million. The upside, however, with Kevin Hart and uh, Cranston dropped two spots to fourth place, but so far has done pretty well in the last five weeks. On a budget of 37.5, just shy of $38 million, it has already made $85.6 million in five weeks' time. Glass, meanwhile, dropped big time this week, going down to fourth hour with $6.2 million, and on a $20 million budget the past month, it has already grossed in $98.3 million. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. My goodness. <clears throat> Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team to bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, you always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old fashioned Oh, oh, and we told you about this last night, too, folks. Real quick, sorry, before we continue on. Real quick. WWE legend, two other names have been talked about, too. WWE legend Batista has a big choice in front of him. Does he return to WWE, however, for a headline match at WrestleMania? Or roll the dice and join AEW? According to Pro Wrestling Sheet, however, Batista is, quote, deep in talks with WWE about a feature role at Mania. However, WWE is no longer the only game in town with deep pockets. Executives from AEW have also been courting the Gardens of Galaxy Drax star, and he is said to be on the fence about which way to go. And also we have heard there is discussion that Bill Goldberg could be in discussions too. Oh, yes. Uh, my, good, my goodness. Uh, you know, the two big names like that is definitely going to start putting AEW on top here, folks. So, Everybody's going to definitely keep their eyes open on the, on this as, a, as of course we roll along here. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to call your attention here. Uh, of course, one of our our, our newest uh, friends of WWS. Uh, of course, uh, of course we do. I do thank JD for bringing for bringing him in. Of course, Danny from Oak Park has actually just now posted a video on the WWS Power Hour radio page. Uh, concerned, I think it was a charity of wrestling event. I think it was done uh, back on the story was done back on February the 10th. He just shared it a few moments ago. Uh, apparently, it's to, it was to help a uh, it was to help a, um, um, a family who was who whose home got uh, got destroyed in a fire. Uh, and uh, and there's a link on too for the family's GoFundMe page if you want to participate in that. 
Yeah, I saw uh, they, I saw uh, this earlier. Definitely check this out, people. This this is a very, very touching, heartwarming, and a very, it's a somewhat somber story, but a happy story at the same time for this family. And they're trying to get back on their feet. Yes, they lost, I believe, everything in this family. I think from what Danny told me, and maybe Danny said this in the report too, I think that all these people lost everything in their house, their belongings, their clothes, their videos, uh, just basically everything in the house was gone. And I think they're trying to get themselves back on their feet. At least that's what I heard. And maybe, you know, maybe he'll tell you more. Maybe it's been mentioned. But, folks, uh, definitely worth, if you get a chance, definitely watch this video. This is a very somber, but a very, uh, let's just say, uh, unique, uh, let's just say special, heartwarming, and uh, touching video, let's just say. And I think you'll be uh, surprised at the outcome and what happened before and what happened after. This is this is very unique. And Danny, I... I did see this earlier, just a little while ago. However, I just watched it, and I'm going to watch it again at some point again, maybe a few more times. But, folks, if you haven't seen this video, watch it. Absolutely. Of course, you can check it out, like Alex said, on the WWS Power Hour radio page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Power Hour radio. Please be sure to check that out there as well. We do thank Danny from Oak Park to foreclosing that as well. Thank you very much, sir. We do definitely appreciate that. Let's see what John has here in our wrestling uh, history and birthdays here for today. The day before Valentine's Day, February the 13th. 22 years ago today, which would put it at 1997, Raw, uh, WWF presented a Thursday Raw Thursday for the Memorial Auditorium in Lowell, Massachusetts. The second ever two-hour episode of Raw expanded the show to two hours to compete with WCW's Monday offering. The two-hour thing kicked off the week before Thursday, Raw Thursday, but it was pre-taped for American audiences due to the USA Network airing the, the Westminster Kennel Club dog show, with the show airing three days later. WWF promoted the special episode as, like I said, called Thursday, Raw Thursday. There were some shocking moments in the, in the show as Rocky Maivia defeated Hunter Hearst-Hemsley regain the IC title. Of course, this is, I think, was the first encounter, if I'm not mistaken, between, of course, who would later, of course, be known as The Rock and Triple H. Maivia became the first young man to win the IC title at the age of 26. Randy Orton holds the record winning his first Intercontinental title at the age of 23 in December of 2003. But the show is most noted for Shawn Michaels vacating the WWF title claiming a knee injury during during the segment. Michael said they had lost a lot of things over the last year, but the one thing was his smile. To this day, speculation as to whether to whether Michael really did injure his knee to the point where he had to give up the title. The vacation of, of the title only heightened tension between Shawn Michaels and Brad Hart. They were scheduled to have another uh, WrestleMania encounter. The championship was vacated, meaning it was the first time since 1992 that the title was vacated. Last time it was was in December of 91 when Hulk Hogan defeated The Undertaker due to controversial interference and it would be held at the 92 Royal Rumble with the number three entrant, Rick Flair, winning the match. <clears throat> uh, let's see, a new champion would, would be crowned at In Your House Final Four with Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Vader, and The Undertaker, who were the final four men in the previous month's Royal Rumble match. They would face off for the title. Psycho Sid, who was originally set to challenge Michaels for the title, <clears throat> at the next pay-per-view, earned a chance to face the champion the next time after the pay-per-view. Hart became the WWF champion for the fourth time, only to lose the title to Sid. Sid's prize would be a would be a match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania 13. And in one final note, Michaels would become the first man to forfeit three major championships in the WWF 
First one would be would be September '93 due to suspension. The next one would be in November '94 when he and Diesel had a fallout. They were forced to vacate the tag team titles, and also in October of '95 when he was forced once again to vacate the IC title due to injury at a nightclub he sustained as Marines gained up on him. After Michaels returned to the ring, Michaels forfeited the WWF tag team titles again in June 1997 with Stone Cold Steve Austin following a real life fight with Bret Hart. 13 years ago today, put it at 2006. Speaking of Bret Hart, the WWE announced that Bret Hart, a man who had fallen out with the company, would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. He appeared at the ceremony, but of course he did not appear at WrestleMania 22. And I remember even hearing Howard Finkel announce that before they did the Hall of Fame ceremony. Uh, 12 years ago today, we put it at uh, 2007, Dusty Rhodes was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, if you will. 11 years ago today, put it at uh, 2008, Mattel announced that they have acquired WWE's toy licensing rights. The deal comes at a couple months after a lawsuit against Jack Specific, where they accused the toy maker of bribery to when their most recent licensing deal was dis- was dismissed. Mattel became WWE's toy maker effective January 2010. The deal expired actually last month, but it would be extended to 2014 and now runs through 2000. To, to, to runs actually runs through this year, 2019. Also on that same day, Stephanie McMahon announced her pregnancy. Five months later, she would give birth to Murphy Claire Levesque on, in July of 2008. Seven years ago today, put it at 2012 on Raw from San Diego in one of the most horrendous moments in WWE history. Kane tossed Zack Ryder off the stage while Ryder was wheelchair bound. The reason of what happened, Kane had abducted Eve, but John Cena came to her rescue after Eve kissed Cena. Zack Ryder, who was Eve's boyfriend at the time, saw what was going on and confronted John Cena. Also featured the return of Shawn Michaels, who made his first Raw appearance since June of 2011, confronting Triple H about refusing to face Undertaker at this year's WrestleMania. This will culminate with Undertaker sending another video message to Triple H, in which he would cut off his hair in the process. Six years ago today, which we put it at 2013, British ambition. Huh? I didn't hear you. Did you say sex, though? Sex. I said six. I said, excuse me. Excuse me, JD. I'm not looking for sex. I did 2013, six years ago. There you go. British ambition, known as Neville and Oliver Gray, defeated the Wyatt family to win their first first NXT tag team titles. Two years ago today, we put it at 2017 in Las Vegas. On Raw, two major things happened. First, the Festival of Friendship where Chris Jericho hosted it for Kevin Owens. This also featured the return of Gilberg after Jericho and Owens presumably called out Goldberg, but instead it was Gilberg. This was Gilberg's first Raw appearance since 2007. As Owens brought a present for Jericho, Owens gave Jericho another list. But instead, instead, Owens put Jericho's name on there, <clears throat> and then Owens Owens would attack him into their friendship once and for all. And also, Bailey defeated Charlotte to win the Raw Women's title in the main event, <clears throat> meaning that she was the third woman to win the NXT Women's title and the Raw Women's and the Raw Women's title. Today is the, has a happy 57th birthday to the ex-wife of one of our good friends, and of course, the WWS Hall of Famer Sam Houston. The lady known as Baby Doll. I did not know they were married. Huh. And also today is a happy 48th 
for the eighth birthday to ECW legend. And J.D. will be all smiles to hear this. Yep, the innovator Tommy, of violence, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Here's some history on him. Dreamer was born in Yonkers, New York on February 13, 1971. He started his wrestling career in 1989 as he was trained by Johnny Rods. His first notable foray into the business came when he, when he worked in IWCCW uh, under the name T.D. Madison. While there, he and his storyline brother, GQ, held the IWCCW Tag Team titles in 1991. Afterwards, he changed his name to Tommy Dreamer, reportedly after taking his given first name and adding Dreamer in tribute to Dusty Rhodes. In 1992, he worked for the CWA and won the CWA heavyweight title by defeating Tony Atlas on November 5, 1992, in a tournament final. He went on to hold the title for four months until losing it to the Iron Sheik in Burlington, Vermont. Oh, real quick, before, 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 real quick, I was going to tell you real quick, I didn't mention earlier, we did talk about it earlier, however, of course, playing with my family comes out this week, however, a couple other movies real quick, just to let you know, it's coming out this week, Adam Devine, Liam Hemsworth, and Rebel Wilson starring the romantic comedy, Isn't It Romantic, about a young woman disenchanted with love, mysteriously finding herself trapped inside a romantic comedy, Until a Battle Angel starring Rosa Salazar, Christopher Waltz, and Jennifer Connelly, Marshala Ali, about a deactivated female cyborg survivor, cannot remember anything of her past time, goes on a quest to find out who she is. This action romance sci-fi thriller is out, I believe, tomorrow. And Happy Death Day, starring uh, no one famous, however, but Tree Gelman discovers that dying over and over is surprisingly easier than the dangers that lie ahead. What happens this time? Find out. Happy Death Day to you. This horror mystery thriller comes out this Friday. Thank you very, ooh, thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, of course, we continue our history on John, Tommy Dreamer, who today, who I said, I think you said he turns 48. 48. 48, that's right. Okay. Uh, okay. On August 17, 1993, Tommy Dreamer wrestled a dark match and a WWF Superstars taping losing to the Brooklyn Brawler. Dreamer joined ECW in 93 just before it changed to Extreme Championship Wrestling. His first gimmick in the company was where he had suspenders and acting as something of a pretty boy. At least, in re, at least in relation to the rest of the ECW roster. The gimmick got him booed by crowds, and even even when he became the first person in wrestling history to kick out of the pen that follows the superfly splash of Jimmy Snooker. Dreamer's big feud would come in ECW as he took on Sandman in a Singapore cane match and where the loser would have to take 10 lashes. After the loss, Dreamer wound up taking his lashes, causing the crowd to feel sympathy for him as he took the extra and another. In a later, in a Thank later you, match, sir. may Dreamer, I have another? That's it. I remember that quite well. In a le- later match, Dreamer would accidentally blind the Sandman with a lit cigarette into his eye and hit the, the other with a Singapore cane. Dreamer seemed to break KFAB and would aid the Sandman, saying he didn't mean to do it and it would it was an accident. The feud would then continue with Sandman. Sorry about that. Sandman, Sandman planned to announce his retirement. He would attack Dreamer and reveal he wasn't blind. The feud came to an end with Dreamer defeating Sandman in a no-hold-barn match. Dreamer's next feud would be another challenge for him. In January 1995, he started a two-year feud with Raven. The two were portrayed as childhood friends who had been competing in different ways. Raven's entrance in ECW had him accompanied by Beulah, an overweight girl from their K-Fab childhood had a crush on Dreamer and was now a penthouse pet. Dreamer and Raven for two years it was dreamer never getting a win over raven until raven's last ecw match at russell palooza 1997 
Dreamer won a loser leaves town match against Raven for, for good this time. Beulah had left Raven. It was now Tommy's valet. Before his feud was Raven, Dreamer, Dreamer had, a, had an encounter with Brian Lee, who was brought in as Raven's bodyguard. The two of them had several encounters that ended the Dreamer being choked slammed through tables. During other brawls, they battled outdoors onto the street and even in traffic. The feud came to a head in a scaffold match at high incident where Dreamer's with Dreamer sending Lee to, off the scaffold, scaffold through, sev through several tables in the ring below. After his feud with Raven, Dreamer was also part of the WWF-ECW war as he feuded with WWF's own Jerry Lawler in 1997. After that feud, he then feuded with the Dudley Boys in 98, and where they broke Beulah's neck in 1999. On their final night in the company, Dreamer teamed up with an un un unexpected ally who made his return to ECW after being in WCW for two years. That was Raven. Dreamer and Raven won the ECW tag team titles over the group. It became a brief tag team, but it dissolved with Raven taking the title and choosing Mike Awesome as his partner. Dreamer returned to WWF again in April of 2000 by interfering in a match with Taz and Triple H, and where Dreamer attempted to attack Triple H, but he would then be pedigreed by Triple H. Dreamer defeated Taz at CyberSlam 2000. Finally captured the ECW World Heavyweight title, only to drop the title to just incredible 30 minutes later. Dreamer stayed on with ECW until it folded in 2001. After ECW closed its doors, Dreamer spent time in independent leagues throughout the country before he came on to the WWF. On July 9, 2001, as WWF and WCW was at war with each other with the WCW invasion coming in, ECW would come in with Tommy Dreamer and Rob Van Dam interfering the match between Kane and Chris Jericho against Lance Storm and Mike Austin, in which it would lead to an ECW attack on Kane and Chris Jericho. But on that same night, it would be ECW and WCW working together with Shane Stephanie McMahon, both becoming the, mer both becoming the merger of the brand. Dreamer did have a few matches in the WWF as part of the Invasion Angle. When the, the Invasion Angle died in November 2001, Dreamer would be sent to HWA. He returned to the WWE WWF main roster in March 2002 and was drafted to the Raw brand and where he turned face and was given a gimmick for which he was featured in vignettes and backstage segments showing him in normal situations that featured discussing antithesis brushing his teeth and his dog seat with the same brush and eating food from the floor and also drinking the Undertaker's tobacco spit Ooh. and also vomiting when he was in match with the Undertaker. Dreamer would would Dreamer would go back to his innovator of violence given by amassing 14 reigns with the hardcore title. Dreamer was the last man to hold it and the last man to utilize the 24-7 rule since March of 2000. The hardcore title was unified with the Intercontinental title in a match with RVD at Madison Square Garden. Dreamer feuded with Raven once again in June 2002 with Dreamer defeating Raven in a loser leaves Raw match, taking, taking, taking him to heat. He then feuded with Lance Storm and William Regal. Also, Dreamer made his Royal Rumble debut in 2003, bringing in weapons to the match. As 2003-2004 went on, Dreamer was used less and less on WWE television, and they allowed him to take independent bookings and even work as a color commentator for OVW. He also took a succession of office jobs inside the WWE, including being the number two person in talent relations. In 2005, Dreamer became a major part of the ECW One Night Stand pay-per-view, held under the WWE banner, a show he wrote and produced in addition to agents agenting every match. He, with a number of former ECW stars, took part in promotional hype for the event on episodes of Raw. They recorded the in the movie where Dreamer was thrown through a flaming table 
by the Dudley Boys. Remember, returned to the WWE in 2006, the team with Terry Funk against Edge and Mick Foley. Angle ended with Edge, Foley, and Lita defeating the team of Beulah, Dreamer, and Terry Funk in a six-man Extreme Rules tag team match. An ECW brand launched on the Sci-Fi Channel. Dreamer and the Sandman would feud with the new school kids of Test and Mike Knox. He would have a short feud with the great Kali and Navari, but Kali was put to Raw. And after Kali left, left Raw, a stable was brought in as Elijah Burke. Marcus Corvon, Matt Stryker, and Kevin Thorne went on to feud with the ECW Originals. The feud culminated at WrestleMania 23 with the ECW Originals, defeating the new, the new ECW superstars. Dreamer would take part in the ECW title elimination chase and was well on his way to win the spot until his spot was taken by Big Daddy V. Dreamer can continue to have some more, some more career highlights in 2008, even getting a hometown pop at the 2008 Royal Rumble, even with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker in the match. The Dreamer would be eliminated by Batista. In February, Dreamer paired up with a new ECW talent, Colin Delaney, as sort of a mentor after Delaney was jobbed on the weekly ECW TV show. They would then challenge Miz and Morrison in a non-title match with Dreamer and Delaney winning, but they would lose their title opportunity in March. At WrestleMania 24, he earned the right to win a battle royal to face Chavo Guerrero for the ECW title. The match would be won by Kane. Dreamer would try another opportunity at the ECW title, but it would be won by the Big Show at one night stand. Dreamer would try to get another ECW title shot against Mark Henry, but the Great American Bash with interference and Dreamer's friend Delaney, Henry retained the title. Dreamer would also turn his attention to Jack Swagger in 2009. Dreamer stated that if he did win the ECW title, he would retire. Five months later, Dreamer would capture the ECW title at Extreme Rules, defeating Christian and Jack Swagger in a, in a triple threat match. Dreamer would successfully defend the title in a third championship scramble match, but drop the title to Christian at Night of Champions after ECW championship pursuit ended. Dreamer would then team up with Goldust, Yoshitatsu, and Christian to take on William Regal, Vladimir Kozlov, and Ezekiel Jackson. Dreamer lost the match against Zack Ryder on December 29, 2009, for him to retire. Dreamer would be officially be released by WWE in January 2010. That same year, he would be a part of as an ECW invasion. He and Raven resumed their 95 feud in ECW with Raven saying that he had not forgotten how Dreamer had stolen, later married his girlfriend Beulah back in 1996. ECW alumni went on to feud with Ric Flair's fortune, who thought they didn't deserve to be in TNA. This time he was wrestling in 2001. <clears throat> uh, in the evasion angle, Dreamer went on to turn heel in 2011 by joining Immortal, after Dreamer would leave TNA and continue to make independent appearances. Dreamer returned to WWE in 2012, make a one-off appearance where he teamed up with The Miz and Alberto Del Rio to defeat the 3MB as he was attacked backstage by The Shield in 2013. He became a part of the feud with Aces and Eights. In 2014, he reformed with the Dudley Boys and where he ran down Dixie Carter after Bully Ray had powerbombed Carter through a table. In 2015, Dreamer was fired from TNA and also was brought back to the WWE to help the Dudley Boys and Rhino feud with the Wyatt family at TLC. The Wyatt family defeated the Dudley Boys, Rhino, and Tommy Dreamer in an eight-man tag team table elimination match in the ECW and in the ECW Extreme Rules match in Philadelphia. Dreamer would become a regular guest on WWE Network exclusive series in 2016 and some live event appearances also appearing on the Edge and Christian show where Bailey assumingly hit him with his Singapore cane. Dreamer then returned to Impact a year a year ago, on January 23, 2019, 
It was also announced that Dreamer would be working as a member of the creative team for Impact Wrestling. He is currently serving as a producer. And that John said that's all he has a few experience birthday today. Uh, John, thank you very much there here, sir, for your wrestling and birthdays. JD, thank you very much here for your news and views here and the box office support here for tonight. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 138055 pound. This is episode 626 of WWS Revolution for Wednesday, February 13th, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Ice Manager, D. Duralmo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross here with you here tonight. Also, we've had a couple more folks join us off of uh, Ambrose Rollins Rain Shield News tonight. Miss Sheila Hammock and Miss Charity H. Lamaster. Uh, we do thank you. We do thank you, ladies, for joining us here tonight for our video. And uh, please, uh, please enjoy. And, and any thoughts and opinions, please feel free to express them. We'd love to hear from you. Now, let's see why J.D. gets himself mentally and physically prepared for, of course, the SmackDown version of his icebreaker. Let's go ahead and see what John has to say here about last night's edition of SmackDown. <clears throat> so, J.D., you just sit back and get no yourself in the zone, and I'll be right back with you. All right, here's what John has to say right here. Here's a SmackDown review. Two things he's wanting to mention. Number one, Charlotte announces that she's going to get a front row ticket to see uh, Ronda Rousey take on Ruby Riot for the Raw Women's title and the Gauntlet match. John said Kofi Kingston was shining in this match. If you thought Seth Rollins' performance last year was great, Kofi's was actually even better. We talked about his Royal Rumble highlights. This one was a highlight to remember in this Gauntlet match. Kofi held his own with the likes of Daniel Bryan, Jeff Hardy, Samojo, and AJ Styles, but came up, against, came up short against Randy Orton. Although Kofi didn't lose, that was the old Kofi we saw. But what a performance of a lifetime by Kofi Kingston. And John, like John said, I believe he said this on Revisited, John believes Seth Rollins was very impressed with what Kofi Kingston did. John doesn't think Kofi will win the Elimination Chamber match, but John does think this will give him a little bit of momentum in this match. Well, this is his first Chamber match since 2015, where he won with his partners Big E and Xavier Woods. But this is the first time that he's going to wrestle in this by himself since 2012. And John said he thinks it's been a long time that Kofi's competed in the WWE title match since 2012 as well. So Kofi has big match experience in the chamber. And speaking of big match experience, that leads John to talk about Randy Orton, who gets the last spot in the chamber match. And John thinks that's huge for the Viper. It's been two years since he's held the WWE title. And also this is his seventh. Last time he was in one of these matches was in 2014, and that Jaws that's when he actually won it. I guess the same manager is going to be in the chamber as right now as the current champion, and that is Daniel Bryan. John does think this is the second time Daniel Bryan is going to be in the cha chamber as a champion. Well, the last time he walked in as a cha chamber as champion was in 2012. Then the other dark horse, Jeff Hardy, where we're going to see from the human risk taker. We know Jeff can take risk in this match, but what will happen in this one will be too uncertain. So this should be an exciting elimination chamber match, but don't count out Mustafa Ali. He's not out of the WWE title picture just yet. And John said that's his thoughts uh, for his review of SmackDown. And also, John did want to mention one more thing. I'm talking about the history and birthdays. This is not wrestling related, but 17 years ago today, 2002, we actually lost legendary country music singer Waylon Jennings. So, <clears throat> so 
Uh, of course, best known for doing the thing to the Dukes of Hazzard. Absolutely. So there you go. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's pose the question here. But thank you, John, by the way, for your review of SmackDown tonight. So we did greatly appreciate that. Now we pose in the iceberg himself. Are you cooled off and are you warmed up? More than ready to go, and let's do it. Okay, that's sort of the, this is ladies and gentlemen. This is a WWS Radio Network exclusive. Of course, the Iceman Jared DiGiromo is not a is not afraid to express his thoughts and opinions on everything that takes place on Raw, SmackDown, and all of our pay per views and all. And like I said, like we always say here, ladies and gentlemen, if you thought Thor's hammer was was mighty, if you thought Captain America's shield was tough, well, ladies, what, what JD is about to give you, ladies and gentlemen can actually take take care of both of those with one pale swoop, as they always say. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, with the SmackDown edition of the WCWS Icebreaker. Last night, we were in Toledo, Ohio, of course, the home of actor and comedian funny man Jamie Farr, however. And you're asking, what was so funny, however, being in the home of the Toledo Rockets and also Tony Paco's Cafe? Well, let's just say this, however. Last night, however, it was definitely quite an exciting gauntlet match. And like John said earlier, you have got to give Kofi Kingston all the credit in the world. I mean, Seth Rollins was definitely smiling, and I'm sure the entire locker room of SmackDown had a grin on their face to see a guy like Kofi Kingston go back in time, just not even a year ago, however, and pull Seth Rollins, however, by busting his ass and literally giving it everything he had and then some in the chamber, however. At the end of the night, however, unfortunately, he came up a little short thanks to Randy Orton hitting the RKO out of nowhere like a snake ready to pounce on a little mouse. But this was no mouse at all that was little. This was a guy with a big heart and a big giant soul that showed the crowd, showed the locker room, and hopefully showed everyone in the front office of the WWE, including Vince McMahon, Road Dogg, Kevin Dunn, Laronitis, the whole front office people, like I said, Laronitis, or all those people who the MVP of last night's show was. And it was Kofi Kingston. You have got to tip your cap to him on a job well done. Hopefully he puts up another good effort like this, however, in the chamber on Sunday in Houston. We'll have to wait and see how this goes down. But if you want to talk about an early MVP candidate match of the year, however, on SmackDown, however, this was it. No questions asked. As far as the women go, however, it was okay. I don't know what they're doing next with the whole Charlotte Becky thing. Charlotte continues to gloat and laugh and smile and the uh, nicey nice hour and just basically find a way to piss everyone off however because Becky is not going to get her opportunity. Keep telling yourself uh, Charlotte you're going to be the champion again however by defeating Ronda and Becky at Wrestlemania. We know because of your family's legacy you deserve it again and you're saying you should deserve it again. Well guess what as I said in my icebreaker last night you know what I'm going to say so I'm not going to repeat it one more time. You just have to go back and listen to my rant about what I said last night about that to get the gist of it. Uh, as far as the women's tag team thing goes, you've got the Iconics, Bailey, uh, Sasha, Fire and Ice, of course, Naomi and Carmel, which I don't understand why they're putting them two together. Of course, you've got the Australian Dingo Dogs, Pissant, the little uh, puppet girl, Payne Royce, however, who thinks she's all that, and then some of the course, Billy the Kangaroo, K, uh, and then, of course, Mandy and Sonya, which I wish to God Sonya would just slug that blonde bimbo's face off, however, for any man. She is so fake as uh, freaking Summer Ray. Speaking of uh, not being on TV, where the hell has Sanity been? 
You answer me that. Where had they been? Where were the good brothers have been? Oh, that's right. They weren't on again last night because apparently Shane and Miz decided to do their McMiz TV and bring the Usos on as their guests. And look how that all turned out. But yeah, as I said earlier, however, there wasn't too much to discuss last night. However, I mean, there were some good things. However, again, a couple other things they didn't have last night. You didn't have Andrea on. You didn't have Selena on. You didn't have Ray on. Maybe Andrea and Ray, however, and Selena all took in Paige's movie. Or Andrea and Selena went to see Paige's new movie, however, Fighting With My Family, which hopefully will be a big success. I don't know, because we know uh, apparently Selena's playing the role of A.J. Lee in this movie. But yeah, going into the Elimination Chamber, however, there's going to be some... some and there were some big questions that needed to be answered, Tower. Did we get all of them answered? Technically, somewhat, not really. But like I said, we still got three weeks till fast lane. Next week, we're going to be down on Bourbon Street in the French Quarter. And you know those going to be back. They're going to continue to start hyping up fast lane and this and that. And of course, we're going to be in Lafayette on Monday for Raw following the Chamber. So this week, however, I think SmackDown was, for the most part, an alright show. It was a little bit better than it has been the last few weeks, Tower. But again, there's still some questions that need to be answered in their town pool. Like I said, this place, and like I said, you had the Good Brothers, you had Rusev, Nakamura, and Lana. You didn't have Ray, you didn't have Andre on. Like I said, maybe they just took the night off or were given the night off. I don't know. But they just continue to be up and down a little bit with their booking uh, most of the time. So we'll have to see where they go from here. But like I said, the MVP of the night, without question, Kofi Kingston. Well done, however. And a tip of the cap to you, sir, however, for putting up a damn good fight. And like I said, however, hopefully this will mean something, however. This really will. And if, like I said, however, it doesn't mean anything, however, and they find a way to screw him in the first part of the Elimination Chamber, then what was the point of keeping him in that hour-long match, however, I ask you. But I think he's going to put up a good fight. At least I hope he puts up a good fight on Sunday in Houston. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Thank you very much there, indeed. There, JD, of course, a big time icebreaker there tonight. Here, folks, talking about talking about SmackDown here. We do greatly appreciate that there, uh, JD, once again. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure every Tuesday night on Revolution and every Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday night, both on Revolution, be sure to always catch the Iceman Jared Geralmo speak his mind in the most unique way here. With of course our WWUS ice. Sometimes it can be nice. I'll tell you right now, people like we forward. Sometimes it can be very nice and friendly and G-rated. Sometimes it can be a little PG-rated, but more often than not, it's either TVR or TV14. So, ladies and gentlemen, you got a rare treat there tonight. But of course, like I said, it could change altogether uh, here really, really soon. So we'll just have to wait and see what all happens. <laughs> yeah, here. that's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so <clears throat> thank you very much, here, gentlemen, for your thoughts and opinions on what took place last last night on SmackDown. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, NWO Wolfpack 138-521-Pound. We'll give you our news and views and history and birthdays. Of course, I said we'll also get some we'll get some talks and some discussions here about, of course, predictions for Elimination Chamber. <clears throat> also, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll uh, we'll have we'll have some more wrestling extras and, of course, some more definitely some more. Uh, res, uh, uh, family few surveys. We're going to have to do something in just a couple moments, but uh, we'll have some more tomorrow night. One three eight five two one pound. Our live video feed from NWO US Forever for Life. Be sure to check us out there tomorrow evening. Of course, Revolution this Friday night. And no one won't be breaking hearts either. Yeah, you got that right. One three eight zero five five pound. Our live video feed here will be from AWA US History Lives. 
We'll have some more, in addition to our news and views of history and birthdays, we'll also have some more thoughts and opinions about, or also predictions, I should say, for the Elimination Chamber, and also some so much more stuff. Just be sure to check us out Friday night as well, 138055 pound. This Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, the doubleheader, first off at 6 o'clock. Don't forget WWS Power Hour, as we will run down all what took place here in the radio network this week, including, <clears throat> and also, of course, our wrestling history and birthdays for this Saturday, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Uh, coming up at 6 o'clock, like I said, 141364-pound. And, ladies and gentlemen, yes, indeed, we will finish what we started here this past Saturday night as Round the Iceman Jerry. Round two of the Iceman Jerry DiGiolamo versus the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach here for the ECWS FTW Heavyweight Championship. Of course, who will, who will take home this prestigious belt? We Will JD hold on to it, or will Anne pick up another piece of gold? We'll definitely let you know here. 146507 pound this Saturday night at 9 p.m. And also don't forget this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, at 5 o'clock, special edition of Revolution, uh, live video feed from WWS News Channel. It'll be our prediction show for, of course, Elimination Chamber. We'll give our thoughts and opinions as to what will, as to what will, of course, <clears throat> take place here, who we think is going to win each of the matches and all. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I do hope to have an announcement coming up here really, really soon. Because I know our guys here are going to be chomping at the bit uh, as to what belts are going to be up for grabs here in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, John J.D. John has confirmed that he is going to be involved in the uh, prediction title challenge. I think I may know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you this anyway. Are you in this prediction title challenge for this weekend? Yes. Okay. All right. So JD and John are. And also here. this, and also this Monday, folks, we want to tell you how. Real quick, too, we will have the aftermath, however, on Raw Radio of uh, the Elimination Chamber. We'll get you set up for Fast Lane for three weeks to go. We'll give you our early thoughts about who still could go in the Russell in the WWE Hall of Fame. We'll have more news about uh, that. Uh, we'll give you our Raw Range of predictions. We'll also talk a little bit about the big Daytona 500, however, race that's coming up this Sunday, however, and also the NBA All-Star Game, which will be in your neck of the woods, Chad, in Charlotte, which should be a very exciting time. But, folks, also, we're going to talk a little bit, maybe, if we have time a lot, at however, a little bit, but if not, we'll do it maybe next Wednesday night, however, our preview of Hollywood's Biggest Night, the Oscars, which is coming up one week from Sunday. Oh, that's right. Yes, indeed. We'll definitely be... Uh... Definitely, definitely be paying. It. We'll definitely be watching that very, very carefully. There, thank you very much, here, JD. So we'll have a lot on our play here coming up here within within the next uh, within the next few days, here, folks. So be sure to listen in on all the fun stuff that we have going on here in the radio network coming up here, <clears throat> coming up here this week. Well, in the meantime, here, guys, I guess like I said, we got about uh, ooh, we got a little bit more than forty five less than forty five minutes. So I say, you know, we kind of use the time the time very, very carefully, and uh, we do a few little uh, family feud surveys. Uh, and John actually pulled it, speaking of the Daytona 500, John says here, he actually will have something to talk about on Monday. Everyone, everyone remembers February 18th, 2001. I think I know what he is talking I think, about. I think yeah. he, I, we know that I, too. And We'll give you an update real quick. How are in hockey? The Pens are playing the Oilers tonight. Of course, as we said, Evgeny Malkin is not playing tonight, however, due to a one-game suspension that he suffered Monday night. Brian Rust, of course, tied up the game with his 16th goal, assisted by Brian Dumoulin and assisted by Matt 
dad, Colin, as they like to call him dad, he's the old veteran, 40, 41 years old. The Penguins out of the night, of course, mind you, two, four points behind Washington, seven points out of first place in the Metropolitan Division. They could tie Columbus tonight. Teddy Bluger gets his third goal of the season, however, early in the second period, assisted by Sid Decade Crosby and the Tanger, Chris Letang, old number 58. The Pens are up right now with less than nine minutes to go. It is two to one right now. We have got a very exciting game. Matt Murray has had a phenomenal night once again, stopping 35 or 36 shots so far. Let's keep our fingers crossed that the Penguins keep on building and win this one. They got a big game with Calgary, of course, coming up Saturday at 1 p.m. at the PPG Paints Arena, and then this Sunday, folks, our 12:30 p.m. with the Rangers at the PPG Arena. But next Saturday night, folks. The Interstate Showdown resumes, however, between the Penguins and the Flyers, this time at Lincoln Financial Field. That is going to be epic. I know at least a bunch, a good bit of people that will be going to that game, folks. That is next Saturday night, 8 o'clock, NBC Prime Time, folks. Keith Urban will be doing the national anthem for that game. Get ready for the Interstate Showdown, Pennsylvania, between the Flyers, or as we like to call them, the Philadelphia uh, Pussies, or the Philadelphia uh, Let's just say I'm trying to think of another P word to describe them, however, and keep it clean, but uh, it's going to be tough to Pansies, 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 because we do not like them. We'll be taking on the Penguins in the interstate. <laughs> that is going to be an epic, epic showdown. Folks, get ready. It is going to be a war like you would not believe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figure, you know, that Pittsburgh and Philadelphia have a, have a well, Monday night, however, Malkin got suspended for hacking the guy, but the guy took a cheap shot on Malkin. He doesn't get suspended. Malkin used his stick as a weapon, they said, and he deserves to get suspended for this, however. And he's been in a slump pretty much the last month, month and a half so far, however. He just has not been producing that much lately. I think he might be done after this year. I mean, I said, I've said this the last year or two, but more and more it just seems like he's ready to just Maybe he's like Antonio Brown of the Steelers, you know. He might be wanting to get out of Pittsburgh. We don't really know. But uh, he's been in a real big slump as of late. But uh, he is out tonight. Hopefully he'll be ready to go this weekend when the, he gets back out on the ice. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But tonight he is not playing, however, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And John also pointed out for the Daytona 500, William Byron is going to be taking the pole position. That yeah, uh, and they'll mention that. I, I did hear about that too. And, and good for him, like I said, good for him. And I wish him good luck on that. Absolutely. Absolutely, indeed. So we have to watch out for that very, very carefully. <clears throat> so, and also, uh, and also, uh, JD, I may go ahead and mention this here to you as well. If uh, since y'all have agreed to uh, start, help start uh, putting out some word here about stuff going on here in NASCAR. I do have a NASCAR, as you probably already heard, I have a NASCAR theme group now in WCWS, and we don't have a whole lot going on in it right now, and we do need to get that group up and going. Uh, so I might need you to possibly uh, post, uh, like I said, post stories I'll here. you like some recaps, I def- maybe. I will, I, right, I will definitely check it out. Uh, what is the page so we know that we can plug it? It's called NASCAR US. High octane history. Hold on, NASCAR US. You said NASCAR US. Okay, yeah. I have an I, I. High octane high. history. I have not gotten that yet, so you'll you'll have to send me the link. But I will definitely be sure to plug that, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first, Tower. 
Mind you, that Chad is, of course, starting the new NASCAR edition. So be sure to check that out, folks. You'll be glad you did. Absolutely. And I started it already here last year sometime, but I didn't get a chance to add a whole lot of things to it yet. And I don't have a whole lot of people to join it. So if you know anyone, ladies and gentlemen, who's real big fans of NASCAR, definitely buy me and uh, see what we're all about. Of course, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NASCAR US history. Definitely okay, check, that sure check that out. Like I said, if you forward that to me tonight, I'll definitely check it out and read it though for sure. But folks, definitely, like as Chad said, folks, definitely check it out. You will definitely want to check that out, folks. Okay. So in the meantime, here, folks, let's go ahead. Let's get JD and John. If you're up for it, I'm sure JD. I know you. You are JD, but John, if you're up for it, right. let's get let's get let's get a handful of family feud surveys out of the way here tonight, guys. Uh. All right, well, let, well, and John says he has to step away for just one second. He said he'll be right back here. Uh, so in the meantime here, while we wait for while we wait for John, uh, John says he's got to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go, John, data boy. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, In the meantime, here, folks, uh, we will <clears throat> we will, of course, like I said, be watching this, watching this, uh, watching this. Uh, you know, they talk five hundred very, very closely, uh, and and uh, ought to be a it ought to be a good one. I mean, NASCAR. I will tell you, folks, from experience here, because like I said, I've had family that was involved in NASCAR so so long, a long, long time ago, and so I, I I'm that's why I'm always a big role been a real big real big fan of it um for a very 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 long time and <clears throat> it's something like i said 100 true blue to my heart um because i know a lot of people know uh, my grandfather was one of the founding fathers of it and that is the truth that is there is documented proof of that a lot of people do not know that he was um, but <clears throat> he was also there's also pictures here just uh, and a lot of people around my neck of the woods here know this know this for a fact as well that he was the very first man folks to use the number 43 on a car long before richard petty was ever well known with it my grandfather drove that number for richard petty's family there is also proof of that too so <clears throat> and, and so so we definitely, like I said, uh, definitely, definitely check, definitely check out what our what this group is all about. Um, and uh, John, let us know when you get back here, bud, and we'll and we'll get started here momentarily. <clears throat> In the meantime, here, uh, one more time here, one six zero five five six two zero four four four, call ID one three eight zero five five pound, episode six twenty six of WWS Revolution for Wednesday. February 13th, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo, and the, the Human Suplex Machine here with you here tonight. Also, I do want to again want to thank, of course, Mr. Jeff Zerbin, Captain Dave Spieler, Miss Sheila Hammock, Miss Charity Lamaster, and Miss Sherry Anderson for joining us here for our simulcast tonight of episode 626 of Revolution from Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield News. 
And John says he's back, so I think he's probably ready to go. JD, are you ready to go there, folks? Ready to go. Ready to go. Okay, here we go, guys. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. Uh, top six answers on the board, guys. Name something that people swing. S-W-I-N-G. I'll repeat that again. Name something that people swing. There are six answers. J.D., you're up first. They uh, swing uh, like a tire swing. I don't know. Well, believe it or, well, or not, J.D., I'm going to give that to you. Number two, people in swings. There you go. So not 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 bad way to start that off, J.D. Uh, John, uh, name something that people swing. There are five more answers. Uh, well, John, I already said people in swing, so that technically that answer's already been done. So, 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 try again there, but still five more answers. John says ropes. That's a good answer, John, but that is not on the board. Uh, JD, you're up next, but still five more answers. Uh, let's see. They swing. Uh, I think. Go back to John again. Let me think. Well, I'll think about it. Okay. John, uh, JD's giving you another opportunity here. Uh, Name something that people swing. So far, we've got number two, people in swings. John said trees. That's a good answer, John, but that is, that's not on the board as well. Uh, JD, we'll come back to you now. Baby, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still thinking. They like to swing. I have no other clue. All right, John, you want to take one more shot at it?
think John is thinking right now. John, did you have another answer? John, are you still with us? I don't know sound if something's happened with John or not. Apparently, he must have had to step away once again. Um, Yeah, apparently, like I said, I don't know what's happened, but we, but I don't know, we must have lost contact with, with the human suplex machine, John Gross. I still read him on, but he's not here with us right now. So with all due respect to you, John, um, my apologies, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and just give, uh, J.D. says he's not going to try this one again. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and reveal the answers to this. That was This was a hard one as well. Uh, 
I said, J.D. did get one out of there. That was, of course, saying people in swings. Uh, name something that people swing, and here are the remaining answers. Number six, they swing their hips. Number five, they swing an axe. Number four, they swing their arms. Now, J.D., you ought to know this when you talk about this about all the time. Number three, they swing golf clubs. I should have known that, yeah. But it also should have been they swing with each other. Yeah, that should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And number one, a baseball bat. Yeah, I should have known that. Yeah. Okay, um, I don't know what happened to John. I don't know if he had yeah, – I still read him on, but he didn't um, – He, I guess he must have had to step away or something like that. So. Uh, we'll go ahead and start the next one here, and then like when John pops back on, we'll we'll, we'll get him back in. Uh, all right, JD, top seven answers on the board here. One hundred men were asked this survey, so keep that in mind. One hundred men were asked this. Name something you tried to fix, but failed in fixing it. Seven answers. Is that a toaster? Yep. That's a good answer, but it is not there. John, are you back with us? Okay. JD, I'm going to let you try this one probably right now on your own. I don't know what's happened with John, but uh, we'll let you go ahead and just do this one on your own right here. Uh, seven answers still there. 100 men asked this name. Has, was asked to survey named something you tried to fix but failed. I said TV. Oh, number five, TV. Uh, go ahead, continue on, but uh, TV. Yeah, I already said TV. Yeah. Toaster, I said. Yeah. Well, you said toaster, and I said it wasn't there. Okay, TV's there. Yes, TV. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, car, so, car, car. Number one is a car. Yes. Please continue. Computer. That is a good answer, but that is not there. Continue on. Okay, let me think of another one. And while we're doing that, uh, just to give you an update, however, quick, however, the hockey game, it is da 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 da. Hold on a second, I will get the answer. And in second is Pittsburgh winning 3-1 to one with 19 seconds left. So it looks like the Pens are going to make it two in a row. Nice. Good win tonight, boys. They needed that win, too. Uh, let's see. I want to say they need to fix their... Uh, uh, battery... Their car? Automobile? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's not on the that's not on the board. Okay, so we've got how many so far? Two, right? You got you got number one car and you got number five TV is what you got so far. Okay, they need to fix uh so they tried to fix but failed in fixing but the The Razor. That's a good one, but that's not there either. Hmm. Okay, they need to fix uh Their microwave? 
Like in the no, microwave or fridge or fridge? Freezer? Those are good answers and they're not there. Come up with a lot of good ones here, but they're just not saying uh, please please continue on. Uh John's back on. I I'm gonna keep thinking. John, are you back with us? I'm not getting an answer from him. Uh, unless something's happened here. I think uh, we need to uh, fix their... Uh... I thought the ones I gave you were good. Yeah, they are good. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're good, but there's some reason they didn't make it to this one, which I don't know why. I can't think of anything else. Okay. Uh, well, good. We're good answers all around, JD. Good answers indeed. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Thank you very much. Man, it snuck up on me. Mm. But good answers there, JD. You got number one car, you got number five TV. 100 men was asked this name something you tried to fix and failed. Uh, number seven, roof. Number six, lawnmower. I should know that. Number four, their toilet or and or plumbing number three their vcr or dvd player i think me and jd both know what uh, vcr was or is <laughs> yeah and number two a, re a relationship what was the last one <laughs> relationship uh but uh good answers here all around here uh, we still got time we can go around one more time if you like it's up to y'all if, if john says no need to fear he is back okay um guys y'all will go around one more y'all go around a couple more times oh john said he needed batteries for his key computer keyboards I see. Okay. JD, John, you're up for one more round? One more round works for me. Okay. John, you're up for one more round? That's okay, John. No problem. But you won't go one more time, John. Okay, one more time here, guys. Here we go. Top six answers on the board. All right. Okay. Um, name an expense in the family budget. I'll repeat that. Name an expense in the family budget. Six answers on the board. JD. Clothing. What is it? Clothing. 
Or three, clothing. Yes. John says, number one, food. John, number one is food. Very good, John. So far, food and clothing, J.D. Uh, four more to go. Entertainment. Uh, you'll be, well, crap. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll do that because that's, that is considered a form of entertainment. Number five, I want to give this to you, J.D., number five, utilities and or cable, because cable is a form of entertainment, too, so. So, uh, so far, John, number one, food, number three, clothing, number five, utilities, and or cable. Uh, three, uh, three more to go here, John. Your thoughts, please. John says a swimming pool. Good answer, John. That is not there. J.D., you up next. Music? That's also a good answer, but that's not there either. Sorry about that, John. I have unmuted you now. Three more to go there, John. Name an expense in the family budget. Number one, food. Number three, clothing. Number five, utilities and or cable. John says a house. Number two, John, housing and or mortgage. That's very good. All right, J.D., two more to go. Number one, food. Number two, housing or mortgage. Number three, clothing. And number five, utilities and or cable. Two more answers left. <sighs> okay. I'm going to say... Wow, this... Uh, the utilities. Uh, I'm gonna say, oh god, I can't think here. Darn it, I mean, nuts. <sighs> crap, 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 crap. Uh, huh. Anything they, uh, expandable for, uh, I can't think. I'm go to John real quick. I don't think you. Okay. All right, John. Two more answers to go. Name an expense in the family budget. So far, being that's been said. Food, housing, and/or mortgage, clothing, and utilities. Slash cable. John says he does not know as well. Uh, and I think we have someone coming in here 
coming in at the late hour here. Um, and yes, I do say who it is. It is, of course, our 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. And also, of course, one of the heartbreak kid here in the radio network circles. Also a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. And of course, uh, the thing was other nickname here, folks. Think about that 60 sitcom Happy Days where one of the central characters went a little something just like this. He went. Uh... Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie has made it in. Has made it in to a late hour here to episode 626 here of Revolution. Uh, uh, Fonzie, we do welcome. Uh, and uh, we do thank you for coming on here. John has obviously bowed out of this. JD, uh, uh, like I said, uh, two, two more here to go here. Um, Let me see, Kira. Let me see, Sorry about that. I think. Uh, I think, I mean, I'm trying to think and I can't think. <sighs> Bye, Fonzie. See what he can guess. How are... By the way, good okay, winning night. Yes. That was Tom Fonzie. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if he heard you or not. Uh, did you hear me? What's that? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, no, I Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a real, that was a very good one, especially after they got a little sloppy early. But they got together. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See if they keep winning. Yeah. Don't beat Calgary. Don't beat the Rangers. Yeah, but I'm, 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 if they, if they can just start getting two points every game however, and start building up the standings, they'll be fine. Like I said, Calgary should be no problem. The Rangers really should be an easy pushover on Sunday here. Yeah, but we'll see. Fonzie, yeah. I'll go ahead and give it to you. I'll go ahead and let's see if we can give this a try. We're almost done with this one here anyway. But I'm going to let you, since John's already left, I'll let you try this opportunity here. And let me go ahead and just, just set, set, set the stage here for you. The question, the question is, uh, <clears throat> and four out of the, and they've gotten four out of the six answers. Davey and JD and John has gotten four of the six answers already that, down. There are two more left to go. Uh, the question is, name an expense in the family budget. And let me tell you what has been said so far. Number one, food. Number two, housing and/or mortgage. Number three, clothing. And number five, utilities slash cable. There are two more left to go. I'm going to say car slash truck. Number four is car. Not bad, Fonzie. Very good. Good one. All right, and JD, you want to give it another? You want to try for the last one, Fonzie? I can sit out for a little while. Okay. Okay, Ponzi, there's Ponzi, there's one more there's one more left to go here in this one. Um, okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say marriage. Wedding, actually. That's that 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 is a good answer, but that that is that is not on the board. And I figured that. <laughs> 
find those always the good ones that that, that are not uh, that are not on there. Let me see another one. Bills. Uh, well, expenses would would be would, would be a bill. So just basically, what's asking, but name like a bill you would probably pay that's in the family budget is probably what it's asking. Uh, doctor bills. That's a good. That's an excellent answer. But that's not on the board as well either. <laughs> Uh, I give up. JD, you want to take one more shot at it? I am going to say how much uh, oh, oh, I had it too, darn it. I'm going to pass. Okay. Well, Y'all, like I said, you got like all but one here. Like I said, name an expense in the family budget. I'm gonna go ahead and set down what you said, and I'll give you the last one here. Number one, food. Number two, housing or mortgage. Number three, clothing. Number four, car. Number five, utilities or cable. Number six, telephone. Yeah, oh, I should have done. I should have done that. I should have done that. Yep. Well, um, well, I know I noticed that one was going to be the last one here, but uh, there, there's one on the back of the survey we just did. I'm going to save that one for tomorrow. But I'm going to. This is one here. Yeah, I think this would be a kind of a breeze for for, for both of y'all. So I would like to, I would like to give this give this one a try before we end the end the show tonight. Okay. Okay. So JD and Fonzie, this is all for you guys. All right, here we go. Top five answers on the board. Name a brand of refrigerator. <laughs> name a brand of refrigerator. A name brand of who's well known for making refrigerators. JD, I'll ask you first. Five answers. Ten metal. That is not on the board. Fonzie. Oh, gee, life is good. That's another good answer, but it's not there either. Oh, get the hell out of here. Uh, 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 hold on, I think I know one. Uh, Kenmore. That was not there either. Uh, I'm gonna say Samsung. Another good brand. What the fuck is up here? This has to be. No, I think I got this one. GE. What did you, you say? GE. You said the letter G. Good. G. Hold on. We're having a tough time hearing things. Hold on. GE. He said, Chad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one, GE, General Electric. Right there, yeah. Hey. Uh, 
That's another good one, but it's not there either. Oh, get the hell out of here. Serious? Look, look here. Look, oh, look, look, my look here. God. Look here. I know, look here. I know that, and you know that. But apparently, apparently some people have not heard have not heard of some of these, or as they would have probably said it. So. All right. The next one. The next one for his writer names, Maytag. Yeah, number four, Maytag. Oh, God. All right, so far, number one, GE, number four, Maytag. Three more to go, Fonz. Mm, I give up. Okay. JD. Frigidaire. Number two, Frigidaire. <laughs> Two more to go. Amana. More to go. Number three, Amana. Number what's one more, JD? KitchenAid. Not on the board. Denair. Not on the board. Ah. Okay. Real game. LG. Uh, like Fonzie, I'm surprised that's not on there. Mm-hmm. Samsung, you also said Fonzie, and you think that would be it. I agree with you there. I know. Uh, micro fridge? <laughs> a good answer, but a good a good answer, but it's not there. Jeez. Not even Warpool either. What the fuck? Uh, uh, let's see. Good. No, go ahead, JD. I'm done. I, I give up. Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to go with... Ooh. I want to say the last one will be... Oh. Uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say beers. I don't know. Or KitchenAid. <laughs> you said KitchenAid. Uh, yeah. Um, but surprisingly, beers is not there either. And I'm going to say, I'll be right back in a minute. While I'm, like I said, while I'm out, maybe you can get, uh, like I said, however, Fonzie's picks on Smack, thoughts on SmackDown. I'll be right back. Fonzie, while we're waiting for JD to come back here and we try to figure out what this last answer is, did you have a, te- did you have a couple of takes you want to say about uh, last night's SmackDown? Uh... Yeah, it was it was a pretty good uh, SmackDown, but could have been better. But um, yeah, uh, um, uh, I don't know what else to say. 
um, trying to think who was the best matches. I don't know which one. Uh, I said SmackDown was a little bit better than Raw, but it could have been the greatest. But um, that's all I got to say about that. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, All right, I'm back. Yeah, JD, you want you want to give another give another try? I am actually done. I am uh, okay. Well, y'all y'all did tremendous right here. Y'all were on a roll with this one. Banana Brand Refrigerator number one, General Electric number two, Frigidaire number three, and Man number four, Maytag. Y'all going to flip when I. Number five, Westinghouse. Oh, my. That's so oh my God. I didn't think that was it. Darn it. That's garbage. Westinghouse. That's totally garbage. So they have it there. Uh, There you have it there, guys. Um, Fuck. Uh, anything else you always have before we close up the top here for the minute? JD? I don't. <laughs> J-A-D. I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> On that note here, guys, I want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode 626 of Revolution. And <clears throat> of course, don't forget tomorrow night, of course, we start our predictions for Elimination Chamber, in addition to some more news and views, history and birthdays, and other fun, and other, of course, uh, fun stuff. And I have mentioned to you that tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Wolfpack, I will officially be naming the bell. Oh, by the way, Fonz, I need to ask you. Are you in for the prediction title challenge for Elimination Chamber? Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So I got JD so far. I've got I've got John so far. I do believe Ann said she was in. And um, I do have you now, Fonzie. Um, I'll have to find out from uh, Bobby, and I'll have to find out from Michelle to see if they want to be in on it as well. So we'll so hopefully we might be able to have a good card. If we do, I'll come up with some interesting belts to use here, and I'll be letting everyone know here tomorrow night on the NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> For now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, plus also a plethora of, of guests, folks, on our live video feed coming to us from, of course, uh, from, 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 of course, uh, uh, our from Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield News. Uh, I do want to thank, like I said, Mr. Jeff Zerbin, also Captain Dave Spieler, uh, Miss Sheila Hammock, Miss Charity H. Lamaster, and Miss Sherry Anderson for, uh, <clears throat> for joining us here tonight here as as well. Uh, <clears throat> and so join us tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, for our next edition of Wolfpack and of course Revolution Friday night. And then, of course, Power Hour and Wrestling Championship Challenge on Saturday. 
episode 626 of Revolution is a broadcast of WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone, and we will talk at you here tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. This has been the WCWS Radio Network. Good night, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.